We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to cbbalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on September 20th, so you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in. So for insight for all 362 Division I teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them, make sure you hit that link. It's the Field of 68 off-season grades, and today we talk about one of my favorite teams in the country last year, Rob, the Xavier Musketeers. Gone are a lot of the reasons they were one of my favorite teams in the country. Colby Jones, Jack Nunji, Sule Boom, Adam Kunkel, Kai Kai Tandy, and a couple other role players expected to return. Zach Fremantle, one of the guys who is now the face of the I Can't Believe He's Still Playing College Basketball Movement, Desmond Claude, Cam Craft, and Jerome Hunter, although there are questions about how much or if Jerome Hunter will be available this season. And a lot of new faces as well. Pretty good recruiting class here with Trey Green, Dalen Swain, Reed Ducharme, Kashi NJ. I definitely botched how you say it, NJ. Uh, Quincy Oliveri and Davion McKnight, two big-time scorers at Rice and Western Kentucky, respectively, are in. You would assume that those guys have a big opportunity here in a pretty depleted Xavier starting lineup, along with Abu Uzmain, who averaged 11 at North Texas last year. Rob, don't know if people know this that are watching at home. Sean Miller is a friend of the program here at the Field of 68. You have talked extensively with Sean on and off this offseason. Uh, how should Xavier fans be feeling about their Musketeers? Uh, first and foremost, he told me that he was uh, he was going to go down the water slide of the Bahamas um, and take a picture, and that did not come to fruition. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of doubts on whether or not he's going to be able to live up to the, the expectation and the promises that he makes heading into a season. So that's a big red flag for me. Uh, with Sean Miller and, and the Xavier Musketeers. But um, the the big thing is the, I think they brought in good players, right? I think 
Um, Davion McKnight, like he's he's a bucket getter, right? Like he's a really good player. He's played at a high level. I think Quincy Oliveri has been a really good player. Remember, both those guys transferred in from the same conference that Sule Boom transferred in from. Both of them were conference USA guys. Same with Abu Uzman. I think that uh, I don't think that that was a coincidence. They went out and got some guys that were really good in conference USA. I think that what happened though is the level of skill that they lost is something that is going to be so just impossible to overcome, right? Like Colby Jones is an NBA player. Um, I think Suli Boom was maybe the best scoring guard in the Big East last year when it comes to being able to go get your own bucket, right? I think that uh, having a 7-foot, 260-pound center that also happened to be a 40% three-point shooter, like you just can't overlook the amount of space that that created alongside the likes of those two guards and, and Zach Fremantle. Um, and I think that the reason why Xavier was as good as they were last year was because they had enough offensive firepower to make up for the fact that they couldn't stop anybody, right? They got better defensively as the year went along, but like they couldn't stop anybody for a while and it just didn't matter. They were, you score 85 against them. They're going to put up 90. And I don't think that they have that this year. What they do have is a team that is going to be better defensively. Right. That that's just going to be a natural natural byproduct of losing a guy like Jack Nunji, losing a guy like Suli Boom, and replacing with guys that are a little bit more athletic, tougher, more physical. Um so my biggest question, there, there's two questions that I have with this group. First and foremost is going to be uh the adjustment of Quincy Oliveri and Davion McKnight. Now, I would expect them both to be above average starters in the big east. I don't know if you can count on them being as good as Sule Boom was because there's not a lot of players in America that were as good as Sule Boom was last season. Um, we had him as a third-team All-American. You can't just sit here and blank and say, these guys are going to be third-team All-American good, right? I don't think you can expect either of them to be as good as Colby Jones because there aren't very many guys that are first-round picks that that anywhere in college basketball. So um, the how well those two acclimate and just how good they end up being I think is going to be really important. The other thing that's going to matter, what kind of step does Des Claude and, to a lesser extent, Cam Kraft take? Um, Sean's been raving about those two. Like, he raved about them last offseason. He's been raving about them this offseason. He thinks they are very, very good players. Des Claude, to me, is the – I mean, we can kind of get into it. I think he's the X factor for this group simply because he's the – I think he's the most talented player on the roster when it comes to – um, NBA potential when it comes to switchability defensively, when it comes to um, being a playmaker, being a guy that at like six, six and 220 pounds, you know, he's exactly what you look for in terms of like that connective piece, that connective tissue who also happens to have NBA caliber talent. So um, I think that what he turns into this season is going to be incredibly important for Xavier. And then obviously like Zach Fremantle, you need him to be the best version of himself. Um, Sean and him butted heads last year. It was a little bit like oil and water trying to mix together at the start of the season. They figured it out. They were able to get on the same page and like the level of competitiveness that Zach Fremantle plays with, once you can kind of harness it, like that's the shit that Sean Miller loves. Like he wants guys that, that are going to, that are going to compete and try to win like that. So um, those things are all going to matter. Obviously Jerome Hunter, the situation with his health is, is, uh, that's going to have an impact on the season. Um, I don't think at this point, at the time that we are recording this in early August, there's no way that we can know because there's no way that 
Xavier knows. There's no way that Jerome knows. There's no way that the coaching staff and the medical staff can know. You just can't know. What you got to hope for is that um, he's able to get healthy and he's able to find a way to come back and play this season. And if he does, it'll be a boost. If he doesn't, you know, you got to hope that he ends up being uh, his health is what matters here first and foremost. So that's a long way to way of saying that there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to the Xavier team. Yeah, I, I I'm more curious about this team than I think any other team in the Big East because I feel like a lot of the rosters you kind of know what you're getting. I don't feel like I know what I'm getting with Xavier. I don't feel like I know what I'm getting from Des Claude. I like on paper who he is. I thought he had some really great moments, especially in the final month of last season, um, where he went from you know not really playing a ton early to okay now he's an every game guy to oh he scored 11 points in like four of their final seven games. I think that bodes well. I still question his shot a little bit. He didn't shoot it well from the free throw line or from three last year, and I don't love guards that can't shoot. But if there's any upside there at all, then I think he has a really nice opportunity here on a roster that really needs someone to step up and be a go-to guy. I think um, I, I would look at their transfer ads. Honestly, I would look at them if it wasn't Xavier, if it wasn't Sean Miller. I would be more skeptical of them. Like I, I just would see Davion McKnight and Quincy Oliveri as guys that I don't expect to be like go-to guys on a good team. The problem is I would have said the same thing about Suli Boom, and he was incredible. He's one of my favorite guards in the country, and they're coming from a very similar spot, two guys from the same conference. So um, at a broader level, this might be a cop-out, but at a broader level, man, going back through Sean Miller's career, He's had three seasons out of, I don't know how many total, probably like 19, 18 years as a college coach. Three seasons, he hasn't won 20 games. That's insane. Like, and I get he was at Arizona for a lot of them, but um, like he, he just is so consistent at putting together good regular season teams that I have a hard time looking at the pieces this team has and thinking they're not at least going to take care of business against the lesser tier in the Big East and find a way to win 20 games and be competitive. So that is, I think, a good segue into expectations, Rob. That's my expectation for this group. Like, be be a 21-22 win team, a no-brainer NCAA tournament team. Maybe it gets a little bubbly in February, but ultimately they win enough games, and you see what they can do in March. What's yours? It's it's similar. You know, I, I don't think that they have enough to be able to compete for a big East champion. They competed for a big East championship last season. Right. Um, I don't think that they have enough to be able to compete for a big East championship this season. And that has everything to do with what Marquette and UConn has coming back and what they are going to end up. Being. I think both of those teams are top five teams this year. Um, I think Creighton is a tier above Xavier. And once you get past that, I don't think that there's anybody that you can look at and definitively say, I like them more than what Xavier can be if everything works out for Xavier, right? I think that Villanova, there are very real questions that have to be answered about their point guard play and, frankly, Kyle Neptune. Um, I think when it comes to Providence, uh, there are very real questions that have to be answered about, like, okay, is like, will we get the best version of Kim English this year? And what's going to happen with that coaching change? Um, I'm bullish on both of those teams. But I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I have a I'm going to bet the mortgage on them being top 15 teams in America. Right. I'm not going to bet the mortgage on Xavier being top 15 team in America. I think that they're right there. Like, so if you have to tier the Big East, right, I think it's UConn and Creighton, uh, UConn and Marquette, tier 1A, Creighton, tier 1B. Then I would say that 
Providence and Villanova are in that next tier. And then St. John's and Xavier are in the tier after that. So I think for Xavier, as long as you finish in the four to seven range in the Big East, you're going to be right around 500 in the conference. You should get to right around 22, 23 rent wins. You should be an NCAA tournament team. Maybe you're a 10 seed. Maybe you're an eight seed. Maybe you're a six seed. I think it's all going to depend on how well you do in the Big East and how big well the Big East does uh, non-conference play. But that's what I would expect. In terms of what they look like, I would expect them to be much better defensively while taking a step back a little bit in terms of being like one of these elite top five, top 10 offenses in America. Um, you know, I think we're, they're going to see last year they were top 10 on uh, Ken Palm and offensive efficiency and outside the top 70 in defensive efficiency. And I would expect it to be more like top 30 ish on both sides of the ball, which means they're going to be a really good team. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one, and man, that could not be more true it's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of february and the month of march when you are in my business and ag1 was exactly the supplement that i needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional basis for the day i've continued that into april i've continued that into may and i'm going to continue that the rest of the summer all i have to do is mix a scoop of ag1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and i'm ready to go do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think we're on the same page as far as how good this team can be next season. And there is some upside here that there might not be with other teams we have question marks on. Um, you gave your X factor earlier. You said it was Des Claude. I'm going to go Davion McKnight. I just think if I had to pick out one of the additions that I am highest on, it would be him. I think there is a chance that he can be diet Suli Boom from last year. I don't think he's going to be better, but I think he could be like a 13-14 a game guy for Xavier every single night. Uh, and I think they need that also. Like I I think I'm more confident it would be one of the guys who has been a volume scorer before than I am that Claude's going to step up and be an alpha on this team. There's also like I mean, this team was so good offensively. The counting numbers kind of inflate themselves here. But like Zach Fremantle, I feel like we forget. He scored 15 a game for this team last year. Like shot 64% from three. <laughs> right. Like there's, it's not sustainable, but there's a world where Fremantle is just like a 20 a game guy. It's probably not a world I want to live in, but there's a world where it happens. Uh, let's do official grades here. What are you giving Xavier? I think that I would probably give them I would give them a B plus. And I don't know like the big thing for me is like what can you control that happened this offseason, right? You can't control Colby Jones leaving for the NBA because that was always going to happen. You can't control the guys that are graduating because they're always going to graduate. And you can't control Jerome Hunter's health. Like there's there's nothing you can do about that. What you can control is who you bring in. And I think that they brought in about as good of about as much as you could ask for and like realistically ask for in terms of the backcourt with Oliveri and, and, and Davion McKnight. I think both those guys are really good. Um, and you got Zach Fremantle back and you got Des Claude back. And there's a lot of programs that did not get the two like most important players that you could realistically get back back. So I would give them a B plus. Um, I think it, in a, in a, in a perfect world, right. You're, also, like maybe you're getting that next tier up instead of someone like a Damian McKnight. Maybe you're getting Max Acemis. Um, but I don't know how much more you could realistically have asked of Sean Miller. And so I'm going to give him a B plus. Yeah, that's where I keep going back to. I have fluctuated over the course of this phone call or Zoom call. I've gone from a, a C to a D to a C to a B back to a C again. I've landed at a C minus for this group. And I'm comparing this to when I gave my own Michigan Wolverines, Rob, I gave them a D plus. That was also a team that lost everybody and added some pieces. The difference is I actually like, like Michigan has Olivier Kamwa. We know he's going to be a good starter. We don't really know for sure that Xavier got someone who's going to be a good starter in the big East. Like we would be surprised if McKnight wasn't, we'd be surprised if Alvari wasn't, but like there's not a no brainer guy they got from a high major in a portal that can step on the court and you know what you're getting. And that's scary. I, I think that deserves to be dinged a little bit. Like Sean Miller is a great recruiter 
And they were involved in some big portal recruitments that ended up not happening. Like I would feel a lot better about this team if there was just one no brainer, good starter that they added from the portal. Um, so for that, it's a C minus for me. I also think like, I, I don't ding them for this, but Colby Jones is one of those guys. Like there was a world he could have came back to Xavier. He was a second round pick, early second round pick. A lot of people projected him first round. He ended up falling a little bit. I don't blame him for that. Like he's a guy that probably just set his mind on going, but man, does this team look a lot differently? And I think there's an alternate universe where both of those things happen. Colby Jones is back and you get a, a no brainer, high major starter from the portal then we're feeling a whole lot different about Xavier. And we are talking about them in that group with Marquette and with UConn at the top of the league. So, yeah. all right, for, for Rob Doster. I'm really glad I'm you said, down. by the way, that Colby Jones wasn't a first-round pick because I had it locked in my head that he was the 25th pick of the draft. And I, <laughs> that, that was that's not true. He went 34th. I don't know where I got that from. Yeah, I saw, I saw you smirk when I said that. You were Googling it to correct me yeah. immediately. It is No, it no, is. I was Googling to be like, wow, am I that wrong? I would I legitimately would have bet my mortgage on him being the 25th pick to Memphis. <laughs> I think that's because every time I did a mock, I put him at 25th in the mock. So, I, hey, look, you know what? Hey. That's August for you, baby. This is what you get when it's August in college basketball season. We call that almanac brain here. You've been spending too much time on the phones, Rob. Uh, anyways, for this brain dead man right here, Rob Doster, my name is Greg Waddell. You can watch all of our Field of 68 off-season grades videos on the YouTube channel. Click subscribe while you're over there. Jump in the comments. Tell us we're idiots or tell us you love us. Either way, we appreciate you. We'll see you next time.